Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is August 29th, and we finally reached game week. Myself, TJ Pittenger, Richie Barnes, and Sam from the Listen Up podcast. And I don't yeah. want to mess this one up, so let me look at it. And the So What, What's Next pod. Yes, yes, that's what me and uh, Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Hey, happy birthday to Nikki. Today is, today is her birthday. Happy birthday, Saw that, Nikki. Yeah. 35, uh, we've, 35. We've, don't be telling people's ages on here, bro. Uh, it's fine. She, she put it out there. She put it out there on Twitter. It's, 30, so it's, it's not 35. It's 35. It's oh, okay. All right, 35. Right. Good. Um, <laughs> finally made game week. Sam, thanks for hanging out with us tonight, man. We wanted to bring you on and chat with you a little bit about the season, about FSU making it through camp, about some other things. But thanks so much for coming on and hanging out. Um, I feel like a lot of off seasons go really, really slow. This one seemed to fly by, but, man. It did feel fast. Yeah, I'm, it did. It did feel fast. I'm glad that we are two game week. Did you guys watch any college football yesterday? There were a couple of terrible games on. Oh, man, I'm tired of Nebraska. They're never coming back. Just, <laughs> somebody take them out back, dude. It's over. All right, I'm so. There were only there were only five SBS games yesterday, so I bet on all five of them, and I had Nebraska winning by seven or more because I thought, you know, you know, it, it's Belima's first game. You know, Scott Frost on the hot seat. No, hell no. They were not practicing. I don't believe it. Like the meme that we saw today. That said, the NCAA closed the investigation. There's no way they were holding illegal practices. Um, but I went two and three yesterday, so that's not terrible for week zero. But it, it was good to have college football w- w- wake up, watch game day. I loved all the Bobby tributes from ESPN, from Fox. The Tom Arnaldi one was awesome. Um, a lot of good stuff, but college football's back and better than ever. Literally, uh, about one week from right now, we're probably in the, you know, 12 minutes left in the first quarter of Notre Dame. So I, I cannot wait. That's right. Excited for it. Excited to get set. Sam, are you going to Tallahassee? You going to the game? I got to be honest with you guys. I'm a little, I'm a little Delta scared. I'm a little Delta scared. Okay. I'm have a hang back. <laughs> See how the first wave go. Um, I do got the Miami game circled though. I got, a, I got a Miami game circle, but I, I got I, that one circled too. Yeah, I got. But that I need to see how we look going into Week Ten before I confirm. I got circled in pencil for me. Yeah, you got that in pencil. Okay. <laughs> it's a long, um, it's a long eight-hour round trip, and like it's like picking a fight to be able to go to that game. You know, like, hey, babe, I'm gonna go watch football and drink beer all weekend. Like, we should watch these two kids. You know, so yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that if we're going to lose by 40 again. Like, I'm just telling you that fight is TJ, Kara is a saint because I, I, I tell my wife about that. She's like, oh, no, oh, she's not coming. She's like, what? TJ's allowed to go for the whole weekend like that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's that's it works out. So she's um, like, just know that will not be you in a few years. So I'm like, wow. all right, babe, I got you. <laughs> um, I just tell her it's, it's like pod stuff, bro. Like, I got to go for the pod. It's work. It's it's work. work. It's this work, is not going to be fun. Content um, creators got to create, Richie. They can't do that at home. That's right, 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 right. I can't, I can't fire off those same yeah. volume of tweets from the couch. Um, okay. <laughs> And dirty diapers. <laughs> Double fries, no slaw. Brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. You can visit both their locations, 1818 West Tennessee Street, 2550 North Monroe. Um, having the tailgate this weekend. So uh Guthrie's will be providing the fried chicken. My guy over at Bay Cannon Brewery will be Matt is going to be bringing the beer. I'm bringing some good bourbon, and Richie's just bringing a bunch of people. So everybody's <laughs> pitching in with something. So appreciate. So is Richie like that guy? Is he like that guy that's just like, yeah, dude, come on, come hang out. He don't ever like, you know what I'm saying? He just invite everybody. 
That's I don't want to talk bad about him. Like, on kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, Asper, you pretty much nailed it. Like, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what you It's almost say. like he's hosting. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. As, come on, guys. Like, they, we got you. And I'm like, we, yeah, interesting. Well, I know last year uh, they, they had the, the Kush outs for the, you know, this part of the roll-up network. Yeah. Uh, they had a bunch of people over to watch the Florida State-Miami game, and I never should have gone, but – I brought like extra friends and stuff. Everyone's like, wait, who are all these people showing up? Like, oh, it's cool. They're with me, guys. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, all right. All right. If Richie brought them, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, um, Richie, you're that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, Sam, we ask everybody that comes on here, bro, but like you get it. You don't get, you don't order the coleslaw, do you? No, bro. I don't, <laughs> coleslaw only go on hot dogs. Like, I don't even know like what's going on with people. Like, yeah, I get coleslaw. I get extra coleslaw. Like, what the fuck are you putting it at? Like you take it home, put it in the refrigerator. Like, what the fuck you doing with the coleslaw, bro? Like, yeah, the coleslaw goes on hot dogs. That's it. That's the, yeah. or or pulled pork. Same. Yeah, I was gonna say barbecue. Yeah, barbecue, barbecue can hit some coleslaw yeah, as well, but other than yeah. that, yeah, I'm always I'm not double fries, coleslaw. always double fries, extra sauce, and um, always before I start drinking. A lot of people go after the drinks. You're getting the bait. You're doing the. You're doing the opposite. You're letting right. that stuff soak up. I, I know it's gonna be a long night, dude. So just go ahead and. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fill up on potatoes and chicken, dude, and just... Get that base. Get ready to go. Yeah, I love try it. to make it to 4 o'clock in the morning. That's what we're just... <laughs> Golly, I'm way too over that. That's what we're I doing can't... at the tailgate. Uh, oh, we're trying to get that base going. Yeah, I can't stay up past 10 o'clock anymore, so... <laughs> TJ gives me a hard time because I'm in bed by like 9, 10 o'clock every night, and on the weekend, like 11 at the latest. Well, Richie, you don't <laughs> even have kids, though, do you? No, nah, I got a puppy. You know, he keeps me up and oh, he keeps me God. active. Yeah, that's not the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I, but I love how people get so angry. Like when you're like, oh, yeah, my dog's my kid. Like, no, they're effing not. I'm like, all right, not, I, I know that. I get it. But yeah, it's still part of our your family. Dog your dog don't kick you in the back all night long. No. You, to to you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Sam, thanks for hanging out. Tell us about your podcast. Tell us about uh, both pods that you do. And then let's talk some FSU. Let's get into the. Uh, fall camp, the season, everything we're going to talk about tonight. But tell us about your podcast. Man, so I think we started Listen Up Podcast, I think, what, two years ago, I think? Um, it was about around the time when Willie was about to get fired, too. Uh, and uh, we started that part. It was actually supposed to be like a podcast for everything. It was supposed to be movies, FSU stuff, and social stuff. But people kept DMing me all the damn time about FSU stuff. So I was like, <laughs> well, I guess it's an FSU part now. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we've been doing that for a while, which has been crazy, man, because um, – and I, I know you probably know this, TJ and Richie, but it's like once you start partnering about FSU stuff, and just because you know like a little little stuff, people start thinking you know every damn thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, people be all in your DMs with just weird, weird shit, man, just weird shit that I don't like to talk about. And um, so it's been cool, man. It's been really cool. And then um, me and Nikki started the So What, What's Next part, which is – all social stuff like we just talk about like politics we get into um the flavor of the month on twitter uh whatever's twinning on on twitter um we get into a lot of football stuff too so we we're gonna do mainly like nfl nba stuff like that the hot just hot topics mainly you know but uh it's a really cool part i gotta actually put my work in that part because this is actually we put out a really good stuff on that one what is uh you you pick the most the two most divisive um, subjects of all time politics and FSU football um, for your two podcasts like you got like, <laughs> dude, like there's the nothing that is... like makes people hate each other more than politics and FSU football the hate mail is crazy dude my my, <laughs> my my DMs are crazy dude like I get a lot of I get a lot of weirdos in there dude it's 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 uh but I mean I, like I think we did the podcast with Richie um after the George Floyd thing. Um, a lot of people kind of liked those parts, just like people just talking from different backgrounds and everything. So 
people like they wanted more of it. So I was just like, well, I didn't want to kill people on the Florida State side with bringing that, you know, putting it on the pod every week, and yeah. they didn't want to listen to it. So I was like, well, I just divide it up, and then Nikki liked to talking about it too. So we just made it two separate podcasts because you know some people only want one thing when they come to that, you know, and it's yeah. you, you don't want to just force things on people all the time. So. It's yeah, the, and, and Sam, it's, it, to, it's the stick to sports mentality. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Dude. Well, no, it, and it's funny because that's how like uh, Sam and I started our relationship. Literally last, uh, you know, last March after George Floyd and all that happened, you know, I, I just threw out a random tweet like, you know, I, I'd always been like, I, and I've been very vocal about this. I'm very, you know, proud to be American and all that, and, right. and the Kaepernick stuff kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And we're not getting into politics or anything like that on here, but I, I'd set a tweet out like, say, bro, I kind of get it, <laughs> but no, but, but, but Sam, no, but Sam brought me on, on his podcast. We talked about it and then we've kind of stayed like, you know, in communication, you know, on and off ever since. And I love that because it's, you know, you're bringing a bunch of different ideas and people from different backgrounds. And I love the cross pollination of pollinization of all Florida state podcasts. Like I love when, the big ones do collaborations because that doesn't happen very often. Right. Like yeah. uh, that's yeah. really cool to see. And it only helps all of us. Like when we have, right. you know, on the bench on here, they, they have a bigger following than us, but we help them and they help us. And I think that's what we're doing here tonight. There's going to be a lot of people that don't know about listen up or, or so what's next. They're going to listen now. And then you're going to bring a following that may not have heard of double fries, no slaw that are going to come in and listen now. And I think that's the coolest thing. And the root of it for all of us is Florida state football. Cause we're right. all diehards. We all want the best. We've all been frustrated a lot the past few years, but you know, we're, we're getting through getting ready to start the season. We're through we're, camp and TJ, let, let's just jump into camp talk, man. Cause hey, it, but camp TJ, is over. TJ said at best, uh, if Florida state keeps sucking, we're all going to have like five or six podcasts. Of pizza. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, bro. I had to- <laughs> I had to start a bourbon one just to cope with this, right? Like, Sinone and I are tired of talking about this. You were like, yeah, I, start, I started a golf podcast and I'm loving it. So it's fine. But like, I'm going to have to start. Like, I, I went and bought a paddleboard last week. I'm going to start a paddleboard contest or yeah, podcast. People told me to do a Peloton one. And I'm just like, bro, I just, I have nothing to talk about. Like, I just hate that thing and love it. But Richie over here sold his. So now we can jump into yeah. some camp talk. Um, let's talk about it. So we get through camp this week. Um, no major injuries, right? Praise the Lord for that. Some yep, teams have, yep. I've seen uh, UF had an injury. Um, I don't remember exactly who. Sorry, I, can't, I don't follow them as closely as – They follow us? Right, yeah. Like, that's, just, <laughs> that's just not my forte. But um, You mean we're not playing the Star Wars fight song in our indoor practice facility while they're playing the war yeah, chant? No kidding. So uh, saw that they had an injury. But no injuries uh, through yep. camp. Obviously good news there. Any thoughts – I mean, this is pretty, pretty general, pretty vague, but any major thoughts coming out of camp uh, with FSU this year, Sam? Mm, man, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed that Parchment didn't separate itself from the rest of the group of the wide receivers. Cause we was really bad at wide receiver last year, a lot of drops and everything that, so that kind of bothered me that they're saying he's finally starting to come on. I was hoping that he would be solidified as the number one wide receiver coming out of camp. Um, I think Milton, this whole day-to-day thing with Milton kind of bothers me too because it does seem like they've been giving more reps to Chubba and Tate, and I think that's because they want to have a solid number two. Um, I mean, that might be controversial to people, but that's my that's my feelings. Um, that bothers me. I do feel like the defensive personnel fits better this year than it did last year. So I feel good about that part of it. And um, I feel like the special teams would be better, but – 
those are my two main things. What's going on offense kind of bothers me a little bit. I'm looking Off- for offense is worrisome, right? Without we, we talked about this before we got on the air, without having a, a true number one at, at wide receiver. Um, you know, Terry kind of filled that role for, mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Um, knew he was a deep threat, knew he was gonna get the bulk of the targets. Right. Um, I remember when when he ended up not being able to play in the North Carolina game. Either Richie or me or somebody basically said like, "Oh, he's out. Like, we're taking North Carolina by even more." And that game, it didn't even end up mattering. Like all the other guys stepped up, but you're going to need that week in and week out. Like you're going to need everybody right. to step up every week, and 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 counting on that is is a little bit tougher. Well, you, um, yeah, you need somebody that the defense knows. Okay, this guy can give me eight catches for one fifth if we don't, you know, take a good look at him and really guard him. You know what I'm saying? And that mm-hmm. kind of bothers me because I mean, I do think Ontario Wilson's a good wide receiver. I don't think he's a great wide receiver, but I think he's a good wide receiver, a good college wide receiver. And I think Keyshawn Heldon can be a pretty good college wide receiver also. And I do like Cam McDonald. So, you know, I, I don't think those are – I don't think that's a bad combination of players. I just think that you need a solid guy that you can say that can take all the pressure off of those guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Richie, any uh, any thoughts on camp um, as we get out of it? I know that's very vague, but, like, what were your big takeaway or two? Yeah, no, uh, like I meant, or like you mentioned, the, the big thing I'm happy about is no major injuries, right? That That's the one thing you, every coach and strength coach and team prays for is let's just get out of camp without an ACL or anything like that. Obviously, you know, we, we lost Josh Griffiths and Brandon Moore to the transfer portal. Um, you know, there, there's different reasons why they, they may or may not have left. We don't want to speculate because uh, I don't think you or I, TJ, have confirmation, Sam, you might. I but, will speculate on the Listen Up podcast. I will. <laughs> so, so check out the Listen Up podcast <laughs> on that. But, but, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, honestly, I, I think I'm so scarred from the last few years. I remember TJ a year ago, we did this podcast previewing the season, looking at the schedule, which we're about to do. And I said nine and three, and I felt Woo! like an idiot. And I still feel like one for that. Um, I'm just done drinking the Kool-Aid. I, I want to believe all the good stuff I hear, but I think this camp is different because Mike Norvell's done something that no coach has done going back to Bobby Bowden, like early two thousands. He's basically opened it up to the media said, come on guys, all of you come in and watch it, but don't you dare tell a soul anything of significance of what you see out here. And that's what has me very skeptical and thinking, I, I need to see something before I believe it. And when we get into the schedule previews, I, I, I don't, I'm not negative. I'm probably one of the more like uh positive, optimistic Florida state fans, but I, I, I'm not too excited about the schedule preview because again, I need to see something. If we go and beat Notre Dame, I would love to re hop back on here and do this podcast again and, and redo the schedule prediction, but it is what it is for right now. Um, But I think the big thing that, you know, TJ, you, you kind of, touched on is where's McKenzie Milton in the practice reports uh, on uh, any website you read, uh, yeah. uh, any podcast you listen to, you're not really hearing about him. You're hearing about Jordan Travis. And it sounds like he's made a lot of progress. And Sam mentioned Chubba Purdy's getting a lot of reps. And it sounds like that's been really good for him, which I'm excited about. But at this point, and not to put you guys on the spot, it's got to be Jordan Travis come Sunday night, right at this point, because unless McKenzie Milton just has an out of world practice this week, Everything I've, again, and I'm not claiming to have insider information or anything like that. Everything I've read, seeing, and listening, you know, through the tea leaves, it's going to be Jordan Travis on Sunday. What, what do you think, Sam? I think it's definitely Jordan Travis. I think it's been Jordan Travis for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, um, 
I just, man, it's tough, though, because I like Jordan Travis, but he is a very injury-prone guy. He does mm-hmm. kind of get shaken up and get hit a lot. But, you know, they had a full offseason this year. And um, last year, something somebody told me going into the season, the guys' bodies didn't feel right going into the season last year because the offseason was cut in half, where their summer was cut in half, and they couldn't really get their bodies the way they wanted to. And a lot of guys was kind of having, you know, um, a lot of elements going through the season. So I think he will get through the season, man. I think Jordan Travis, I think he's been the quarterback. And I, the only thing I don't understand was why even send Milton to ACC media days. Like, I don't – I just – I didn't understand propping him up like that if you felt like, okay, we got to put him on a pitch count. I mean, all that stuff is just kind of weird to me. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I do think Milton's going to play this year. I just don't know what that looks like. Is that like a series in the second quarter? I don't uh, I don't know what it looks like, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> concerned. I mean, I'm concerned about that because – yeah. Is Chubba ready? Like, if, if Travis goes down for a series or two or a week or two, is Chubba going to be able to step in and be that quarterback that we want him to be? I don't know, you know? I, but I think the offense is going to be good with Jordan Travis. I really do. I think yeah. Norvell has proven he will move the football with whatever he has. He will move the football. And I think I think we can look at Norvell as a coach, and people think I'm negative on Norvell. I'm really not. I think he does a lot of great things running the football and things like that. So – I think with with Travis, I think you will run the football. I think you will move the football down the field, but I'm concerned if he get hurt. You know, I don't know what yeah. the backup situation looks like. You know, um, I think it's. I think you make a great point about taking him to media days. That was a little bit. You know, when it happened, you thought, well, it's anybody's. It's anybody's race, right? And so right. maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe they don't know who to take. But now, like you said, looking back, if it's. Certainly, Travis. I will tell you the one encouraging thing is is people have said this on and off the record, but people I've talked with that have been out at practice um, ha- have said that Travis really has looked a lot better throwing the ball um, than than they maybe expected or um, thought they would see out of him. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see him out there. I think that when you look at Florida State running the ball last year, when we did a good job, especially factored in you know his legs when he was healthy. Yeah. Um, and if he can be mobile and throw well, then I, I, mean, I think you're in good shape. I, I do agree with you. Like, it's going to be kind of weird. Most of the time when you see a quarterback split any kind of time, it's a, it's a primarily passing quarterback and a running guy coming in to kind of like spell him. Right. This could be the opposite. You're putting a guy in that's less, potentially less mobile right. or certainly less mobile. Potentially. Right, with the injury. <laughs> yeah. But a guy that's not going to be taken off. And, and so you're kind of doing it backwards. And so that it kind of not backwards, but just different than what we're kind of used to seeing. And so that'll be interesting, you know, if it is in fact, Travis, uh, but let's, but we could take one thing away from camp though. Brady Scott would not play in a significant football game this year. Brady Scott would not take a snap this year. I feel really yeah. confident about that. We got enough depth <laughs> now. Brady Scott won't play. So that's a good thing going out there. You know, yeah, it, camp, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's a testament know. to that's a testament to Alex Atkins and what he, he's coming, he's identified, and he's got I think Alex Atkins really likes five or six guys. Right. You'd love that to be eight or nine guys, though, right? Yeah. For for a whole season. And luckily, and we're we're gonna hop right into this in a second, but it's going to be so important because this front half of the schedule. You have to stack those wins while you can because that back half gets brutal. Um, but, yeah, I, and I will say Jordan Travis, you know, the, I think the first practice that they let the most speak to the media afterwards, they had McKenzie Mellon and Jordan Travis come out together 
Mm-hmm. I, I'll just say Jordan Travis looked a lot bigger than he did a year ago. Looks he like he he's been he putting in that work. Like he he makes McKenzie Milton look like a like a mini man, right? Like he, he really yeah, does. Right. And I don't know if you guys saw the um when they were in Jacksonville, the FSU their social media team did these things where they did impressions of players and other players had to guess who it was. And I believe it was uh Rotomaker was over there and Purdy like walked up like uh, on his knees. He's like, Hey, what's up, man? And he's like, Oh, Hey, Mackenzie Milton. <laughs> like, and Milton quote tweeted it. And it was just funny stuff, but, right. but yeah, Milton, obviously what he did at UCF, nobody can question that. Right. That, that yeah. was amazing. Uh, especially he did it in a Scott Frost offense. And that guy clearly has no idea what he's doing coaching football right now. Well, so well, yeah. I, I, I don't know, but we don't I, have any talent. We don't have any no. talent. You, you look like a shitty coach. <laughs> uh, well, when you recruit Florida and they all leave immediately to go back to Florida, that doesn't help. That's a weird situation, but, man. I feel I, I normally don't say our program can't come back. I normally don't believe in that. I think everything goes in cycles, but I think you can take Nebraska out back. I think you can take yeah. it back. I think it's over. I think. No, I, I think so too. And again, I think we're all in agreement that it sounds like Jordan Travis should or will be starting this weekend, but we're not sure. But let's get into what people want to hear. They, they want to hear the schedule. What games is Florida State going to win? What games are we going to lose? And it starts one week from today, almost literally one week from today for the hour. Uh, Florida State, Notre Dame, Tallahassee, first full stadium in Dope Campbell Stadium. I cannot wait. I will be there. I'm excited. Notre Dame, only seven and a half point favorites right now. So I'm going to have the ESPN uh, football power index, their percentage chance for Florida State to win every game. And we're just going to go game by game and say, are we going to win or lose uh, a couple of these, you know, Jacksonville State, UMass, Clemson, we can just skip right over because we know the outcome. But Notre Dame, I think there is some discussion. Uh, The ESPN football power index is giving us a 28.7% chance of winning uh opening weekend tj are, are we going to win next weekend or are we going to leave doke a little upset uh i don't think florida state wins this game i think they play fairly well um but they just don't do enough to to come out with the win uh hunter just commented in the chat about um you know, the Bobby Bowden tribute will obviously be fantastic. Um, won't be a dry eye in the stadium. Uh, I think on both sides, right? I think Notre Dame fans are smart enough to appreciate the the history and legacy that he was part of. Um, probably a little bitter towards him toward 93 because of 93 still as well. But um, yeah, I don't think Florida State does enough here. I, I think Florida State um, keeps it fairly close. I, I like Notre Dame something like 38 to 28, um, mm. probably covers the spread. But I don't think we get blown out, right? I think that we take have taken that step to to where we kind of keep it manageable, close. Maybe they score late to put it away, and, and we can't come back. So I got us with an L next week. Would love to be wrong there. Mm. All right, Sam, what do you think, man? I think I think Florida State actually beats Notre Dame. I think really. I think Notre Dame. I think I think you can beat a team if you're really good on in two aspects of a game, right? If you can be really good on special teams and really good on offense for one game. I think you can beat Notre Dame. And they did a good job with uh, special teams when they played Notre Dame the first time, mm-hmm. right? They, yeah. they they hit, they blocked some kicks. Um, they, they did a pretty good job. And I think that, I think if you put all your eggs in this basket, and I know people hate to hear this, but I mean, they're healthy, you're healthy. They got a lot of uncertainty on the offensive line right now. And there, if there's ever a game that DJ Lundy is going to have a game that's, that's that's fit for him, it would be against Notre Dame. They're going to run the football. I think our linebackers, that, but the, 
and that's the problem is the linebackers. If you can get the linebackers to actually fill gaps in this game, man, I think this game, I think Florida State going to win this game 24 to 17. I, I, I think 20, you hit 20 to 24, something like yeah. that. I think I, you hit I, the nail on the head. It, it's the linebackers because everybody remembers last year. I think Notre Dame ran for what? 400, 400, they're still, they're still at least 400. It might have been 500 yards yeah. on us. Um, it, it was worse for Miami, so I just got to throw that out there. Yeah, well, it was but, worse for Miami. Oh, that was UNC. My bad, my bad. That, but Notre Dame ran all over Florida State. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, they were up, what, 17 to 14 at the end of the first quarter. I've been burned so many times going back to Jimbo's last year, going back to but Willie, going, going back, back to, to Mike well last one year, more time, just going back it, to bro. Kendall Bryles. You know, I'm about an old Kendall Bryles. We're good. I'm going I, back, dude. This team, Notre Dame is a young football team. Jack Cohen is fucking – I mean, can we curse on this podcast? That dude is we, terrible. We try not to, but – That dude is terrible. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> Cohen is terrible. He is not a good quarterback, yeah. dude. So, I'm going to say this. Two, good, two things are going to happen. Well, one thing is going to happen. Either we win the game or Adam Fuller is definitely fired. Because if, if Cohen go out there and throw for 333 yards or 300 or 400 yards against his FSU defense – there's no reason to keep that guy around. That, that's Cole a problem. Is not good. He yes. is not good, man. And I, I just think you can get, you can play a game where you play in the box. We got enough. I think with Cooper, he's a senior now. He can control the offensive line. Kier Thomas, I and love it. Kier Thomas on the end. Yeah. Jermaine, I yeah. think you got enough up front for one game. I'm not saying you could do it throughout the whole year. For one game, I think you can. Norville can get one of those fiery. Baptist preacher talks before the game. I think we can get everybody fired up, <laughs> get the ghost of Bobby in there. I think some crazy stuff can happen at 730 that night in Dope Campbell. I just really Let's believe Let's go. That. So Richard, all, what's your really score? So all I'm going to say, if I could erase, you know, Jimbo's last year and beyond since then from my memory, I would probably pick Florida State. I, I truly believe in intangibles and momentum in college football much more than pro. I, I think that really does matter with when you have kids that are – you know, 17, 18 to 22 years old, but I, I need to see it. I've never been to Missouri, but you got to show me. So I, I'm going Notre Dame week one in a close game. I, I think I'm thinking like 28, 24 type game. I will bet on Florida state. I will take the points. I can't go outright yet. Uh, but week two, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this one, guys. I think we all have us beating Jacksonville state. Uh, am I right? Can we move on there? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to week. Yeah. So let's go to what, I know TJ and I think is probably the most important game on the schedule. Wake Forest um, up on Snuggy Hill, one of the most brutal environments in the entire ACC when, when those fans get up there. Um, halfway joking, but we struggled there lately. Guys, I, I hate to be negative guy. I'm taking a loss. Uh, ESPN win projection has Florida State at 45.9%. Yes. I just, again, I need us to win. I need to see us start winning before I can truly buy in. And I, it's just been year after year after year. I, I think this is a game, even if we do beat Notre Dame, which I think is possible, and they didn't beat Jack State, you go on the road. I, I'm i just not convinced this team, they're one of the youngest teams in the country. I, I got to go Wake Forest here. Uh, Sam, let me kick it to you. Yeah, so I, I now I got us beating Notre Dame, all right? Yep. So don't, don't get mad at me, everybody, for this. <laughs> yeah, but, get mad at me for having us. <laughs> um, we're definitely going to lose the weight for us. And, and this is why I say this, because I, I think when you play people matters. And yeah. I think the fact that Notre Dame, I mean, Wake Forest is going to play Old Dominion and Norfolk State before they play us. So that's they, they practically got four weeks to prepare for you. Yeah. And they're a senior laden team. I just, 
and they can throw the football. And I think any team that can throw the football against Florida State is going to have some success. Um, I'm not I'm not completely sold on what we got at safety yet. I got to see it uh, with Greenback. Maybe that that changes a little bit. But um, I, I got I got Florida State actually losing that game. Actually, I think it's going to be a shootout. So I think that's going to be like 38 to 34. Um, going on the road. I think Florida State has a great chance to win this, but I don't see it. I think Wake Forest ends up pulling it out similar to the Notre Dame game. I think it's close. Um, and Wake has another one to, to put it – another – adds a late score to, to maybe make it look not as close as it was, something like 35-24. Um, I think Florida State's got a great chance to win that. As ESPN says, it's basically a coin flip. Like, I'm, I'm not yeah. calling that one a done deal. Mm-hmm. I, I feel better about that one than I do the Notre Dame game, even though it's on the road. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't know that I have enough um, – confidence to pick us over them just yet but you know um, something i want to say this though because i think a lot of fans kind of poo poo a lot of these these acc teams and i would tell people like like just being honest there's a lot of good football players in the acc they go to the yeah. pros they have really good careers I, i'm and i'm not even saying that to be joking like it's like back in the days a bad florida state roster would have won eight games nine games or played in the acc championship game in this current acc you can't have a bad roster and think you're going to win nine games. It's just, it's just the, the league has got that much better. It's a better league than what it was five years ago. Especially, years ago. it feels like defensively, the league is just, uh, dare I say, elite. They, they always have elite linemen, ends, and, and linebackers. They was yeah. in the SEC in defense last year. Yeah, like the defensive players in the ACC are, are phenomenal. So it's not like where we were just going down to South Florida, you know, hand picking who we want, right. and all right, these guys can't stop us. Let's just score forty on them. That ain't it, this is not what's going on anymore. <laughs> no, no. no. Um, um, so we all have a loss there on the Rohway Forest again. Would love to be wrong there as well. I do. Th- I'll start this one off. I do think Florida State beats Louisville. I think it's going to be really, really close. I like us. Um, they lose two two at well. I think last year's team. Just coming off the North Carolina game, didn't have their head screwed on straight, and that game totally just snowballed. That you know they they passed and ran all over us. I don't think we're as bad or they're as good as as what that game showed. Florida State obviously beat Louisville the two years before that. Uh, I think Florida State wins this. It's close, thirty-one twenty-eight, but I mm. do think FSU gets their second win of the year here. Sam, I think Florida State beats Louisville. I think Florida State actually puts a pretty good number on Louisville. This year. Yeah, I, I think Scott Satterfield's on the hot seat. Um, it's wild that we're going to be unanimous on a team that beat us by 32 points a year ago. <laughs> but I, 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 I think this is Scott Satterfield's last year. I'm taking Florida State. Um, and I don't want to say comfortably, but we'll see. And I think we can skip through this next one pretty quickly. Syracuse, I hope you all got a win because ESPN has us at uh, 89% to win this game. Uh, no explanation needed. I think we're going to win that game. Is Dino is Dino still coaching Syracuse? For now. Really? For now. I, I, I think he's uh I think this might be it for him. He's held on a little longer than I thought he would. Um yeah, they definitely beat Syracuse. I'm surprised Dino's still there though. <laughs> well he beat yeah. Clemson two two or three years ago. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, yeah. That's oh, all yeah. it takes. Ask Tommy Bowden, beat Florida City a few times. <laughs> like kept his job forever. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know that we blow them out just because I haven't seen us blow out anybody in years. Like even the Duke game got a little too close last year at the end of the year. Hey, um, Willie, Willie blew Syracuse out now. That last year before he got fired, he blew Syracuse yeah. out. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did watch I did watch uh, Liberty beat the heck out of Syracuse last year. And so yeah. shout out to the alma mater. Hey, I, I, I do have us winning this by a couple touchdowns. I wouldn't want to play 21. Liberty. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't nah, play I wouldn't, Liberty. Nah, no. I'd be <laughs> – I mean, I get some good trolls in, but that, yeah, yeah. that's a bad line. I so, take some trolls too. So um, after Syracuse, we have to go to North Carolina. Mac Brown, was he 0 10 now against Florida State? His alma mater, but I, I, he's 1 10 now. He's winning by two I, touchdowns. I agree. I, I have to take North Carolina in two touchdowns. It might be three. I think Sam Howell's that guy. I really do. Yeah, I think I think that's going to be a number, fellas. I think um, that's a buckle up. That's going to be a number. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna be. It. I, I could see that game being like twenty to fifty. Like yeah, something, so, something stupid. So I do think we're gonna get a lot of possessions because of North Carolina's high-powered offense, and we're not gonna be able to stop them. Right. I I think we're gonna score. Right. Not we enough will. to matter. Not enough. Yeah. But, but I I like us forty-five. I like them. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Forty-five thirty-one. Which is somewhat respectable. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Yeah. Maybe a late score to make it look better than it was. The only thing that 31. bothers me is that they hadn't had defensive personnel the last the first two years. They had to recruit to it. They've recruited really well to that defensive personnel. Um, and those all those guys now are sophomores. So yeah. I, and they they defensive court is pretty good. So I'm kinda like, eh, you know. Yeah, so I think we all all see us taking L there. Uh these next two weeks we can rapid fire through. Walt Bell, come take this L. You know, you, you cost us Sam Howell. Like, he's going to lose it. And we're not beating Clemson. Um, do either question. of you guys Here's, differ on no, either of those two? No, nah, we're all going to agree there. But let's let's do this. Do we beat UMass by more, or does Clemson beat us by more? That's Because we all know who's what's going to happen. In those we better games. beat UMass by more, because they are legit the worst team in the country. Not close. Mm, not that's close. Tough. That's tough for me, because I – and that's Dude. bad, Sam. That's bad for Florida State. No, well, 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 because I know Dabo is not gonna pull the horses back, right? I know yeah. that it's gonna be that's true, right? Especially think, after this year. Yeah, and I think Norville come off that stretch where you play uh, Louisville, Syracuse, North Carolina. If you get up by three touchdowns against UMass, do you really want to keep your starters in? You really want to kind of rest some yeah, of your yeah, D linemen, yeah, right? So. I know Dabble is not going to – I know he's not going to pull that shit. I, I, I know he's going to put an ungodly number if he can do it. If, he's, can, if he can do and it. And he can, gonna, yeah. I, that, that might be a game you might want to look at a little Delta forfeit, you know. If you get him two years in a row back-to-back, that should be – that'll be, that'll be hey. what's up. Now, maybe what I, what maybe get a new walk on that's not vaccinated and say, hey, oh, we're up below 85%. We're good. What I, what I will say is I know that he's probably going to um, – run it up because of last year and all that we went through yeah. and all of that. Right. Um, I know that he's still bitter about 2013. When we played them two years ago, they scored two touchdowns in the first quarter. They scored two touchdowns in the second quarter and then they scored two touchdowns in the third quarter. And it was something ridiculous. Like, you know, the game was over. It was 42 to 10 yeah. or whatever it was. But then in the fourth quarter, he was up by 30. He pulled his stars out because he's got the same thing. Rest guys, you know, right. same way right. we, we would be. So, to me, like, if you're just making them drive and use clock, like that's how you, uh, that's how you don't have them put up sixty, right? So like, you just go straight cover two zone, two <laughs> make zone, a nickel and dime you all the way down just the field, catch the ball, tackle, yeah, yeah. 
if we all right. even do that. So, 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 so we uh, we all know we're going to lose to Clemson. So let's just move on to NC State at this point. <laughs> um, and ESPN is actually the football power index giving us a fifty six point eight percent chance of winning. Yeah. Um, it's at home, and this is a game that I think Norvell has to win. It's one of those ones where. You know, you, you lost the ugly one up there in Raleigh last year. I'm sure Hunter's listening right now and, and celebrating as I say that. But you cannot lose to NC State at home. That they are, and here's the thing: they're not a bad team, right? They're, they'll be a good team. So let me rephrase that: you cannot get blown out by them at home. If you lose a close game, you know I still have questions, but you know at least you have that. But don't lose by three scores at home, and it's really a game you probably should win. I, I'm putting us down as a win because if we don't lose this, I, I'm looking at Mike like, come on, guy, this is a guy. This, these are the games we got to win. Mm. So, okay, so you're, you're saying if if he loses NC State, that's going to be a game where you kind of question what's going on. I'm saying? I'm saying in the flow of the season, like, it, sure, if you lose it, but again, we'll get to the final record at the end, and that'll tell the story because I, I have my final record that I think we should. I'm not saying NC State's a guaranteed win. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's one at home. That's a game you need to make a statement and say, hey, all right, we're taking back the Atlantic, and this is how we're doing it. Okay. You you want to go, TJ, or you want me to go? Go, Sam. No, I want Sam to go because I think <laughs> yeah. Sam's ready. He's ready no, to Sam's go. Sam's got some things to say about <laughs> no, this. Just, well, I will say, I think NC State's the second-best team in our division. And, for, and so, yeah. you know, but I do think they're very close to on par with Wake. And so if the difference is home and away there, I, I do think that Florida State has it. Like, I, I – I think it would be a good thing for Florida State to split with NC State and Wake Forest. Right. And if I've got to pick which one I think we win, I'll, I'll take us at home, I guess. Right. Like, so, like, I, I think we win this too. Maybe that's a bit of a homer, but like super close, like 27 24. Yeah, I'm so not, it like, won't be confident, easy. It won't be easy. But yeah. Yeah. I, I have us a slight, a slight favorite here. So, NC State come off of playing. So, they're, they're the last three games before they play, they'd be BC. Miami, um, Louisville, and then us. Um, man, it's it's hard for me to get out the mindset that or what Bailey Hartman did to us last year. Oh my god! <laughs> and we don't know what NC State's gonna look like. Well, that quarterback before hey, Bailey yeah. Hartman was better. He was way better. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he was way better. Um, I think they're gonna lose to NC State. Um, but my, I guess my biggest thing is. Any of these losses that Mike Norvell gets this year, yeah, it, it, if you – well, we know – we'll talk about this at the end. We'll talk about it at the end. Right, we'll, yeah, let's talk about it at the end because I don't want to get too far. So, I think they lose against NC State. I, 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 NC State is really good on the line of scrimmage, offensive line and defensive line. They got a really good strength and conditioning program. I mean, they have a lot of guys that go – that get undrafted free agents that go to the league and – be starters and play in the league. Yeah. And they, they've done a good job there. I mean there, – There's a lot of talent in the – in that triangle area that a lot of people don't realize, but mm-hmm. let's go to next week, a, a rivalry week. And, uh, you know, uh, people listening so far think I'm being Mr. Negative, but I, I'm being dead serious. I, I like our chances against Miami. Miami is a program that typically they fold the first adversity they have. They just fold right? like in recent years, every year it happens. Even going back to a few years ago, they beat Notre Dame to go to 10 and 0. And then lost three straight games to end the season, and nobody cared about them. I'm going to take Florida State to beat Miami this year in Dope Campbell Stadium. Uh, again, I, I picked us to lose the week before. I think it's one of those bounce back games. Call, call it the UNC game this year if you want. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it, Miami's more talented and the better team right now. 
But I do think coming to Tallahassee, if there's any momentum at all, I'm just trying to find the one upset. I don't see another upset possible on the schedule based on what people are looking at, what games could be pulled the upset. This is the one that I've kind of circled. I'm, I think Florida State wins in a close, low-scoring game because I think Alabama destroys Miami early on. They lose another game or two, and they're just going to be disinterested. And Derek, Derek King's going to start thinking, do I want to play college or do I want to get ready for the pros and, and think about, you know, am I a quarterback? Am I a receiver? Whatever it may be. I'm taking Florida State over Miami. I might be the only one to do that, but uh, let's get you're to TJ. Yeah, you're definitely the only one to do that. I agree with you when you say that Miami is um, a more talented and a better team, and so I got Miami winning this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's closer than last year. I think last year snowballed with absolutely no offense. I think we do play a little bit better, um, but I've got Miami winning this 34-17. to 17. I will say on the Peak to Pit podcast that I did uh, this this week, Allie picked FSU to win this 28-27 as well. So she she had us, you know, rivalry games do get weird, um, but I, I don't think we're there um, in terms of beating Miami. Certainly things could happen, yeah, you know, but I, I not enough, you know, that it'd be the kind of thing that I'd have to see it to believe it uh, at mm. this point. Damn, I ain't gonna lie, dude. Richie argument for us beating Miami. <laughs> I like that argument because I'm looking at Miami's schedule now. So before they play us, the three games they got: NC State, Pitt, Georgia Tech. I think Georgia Tech's gonna be a way better team than it was last year. Um, I, they recruiting really well there. I, I like, you know, of course I like Jeff Sims. Um, so I, I think it's a chance, dude. And they play. They gotta actually looking at their schedule. It's actually a pretty difficult schedule because they got uh, Michigan State um, after App State. So I'm like, damn, that's. I think that App State might be a game they need to watch out for, but yeah, that's, that, that's for saying. another podcast. That's for another podcast. Yo, okay, so, so <laughs> I, damn, Rich, you kind of got me because I, I think I think Norville's going to win a game he's not supposed to win. But I did. Right. Pick, I, I did agree. Pick I just Dame don't know early. which one. I don't know which one. I did pick Notre Dame early though. Um, yeah, you did. Damn, I just can't pick them. To I beat think you got to stick with Miami here. Then I can't. I can't pick them to beat Miami, dude. It's it's just. Rhett Lashley owns Adam Fuller, and until proven otherwise, oh, dude, that's God. just what I'm gonna go yeah. with, dude. Because I mean, they he put up he put up a hell hell of a number at SMU when he played against Adam Fuller. So I just can't I can't uh, just, if Fuller wasn't a defensive coordinator, I'd pick Florida State. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fair. So so we'll we'll go right to the next week, November twentieth. Fired by the end though. It it really is. Um, but November twentieth, we're we're looking at Boston College in November. It's going to be cold. Man, I just think Boston College is on the right direction. Uh, Jeff Hadley like is a coach, phenomenal man. coach. I like that coach. I think he's a phenomenal coach. I don't think he'll be at Boston College long. Uh, a bunch of Florida boys going up there. Sandwiched in between Miami and Florida, I cannot pick us to win. I think Boston College win this game. Uh, TJ, let's go to you. Yeah, I think Florida State finds a way to win this game. I think this is my wow. sixth sixth win of the year. <laughs> wow. And this is how we get bowl eligible. Wow. Um Yeah, I I have nothing to um in in November. In unless November. global unless global warming is really hidden, <laughs> that's gonna be tough. I uh, <laughs> I think that uh I think we find a way to get it I done. 24-21 FSU. That's how we get bowl eligible. Sixth win of the year for me. I love it. I love it. I can't pick us to beat them in Boston in November. I just, I just 
can't do it. Not the week before the Florida game. That's so tough, man. But I do know that all the eggs are going to be in that basket because you need to win that game. Yeah. But maybe – well, let's get to Florida. What do y'all think about Florida? Man. I think that Florida the, – the way that we beat Florida is for Emory to be absolutely mid and they don't go to Richardson. Uh, their defense doesn't improve. Their mm-hmm. offense takes a step back because they lost their best tight end ever and another first-round talent in Tony. Um, and then Florida State stays healthy the entire year and, and Travis, you know. Right. And Florida State has figured it out then. Um, that's the only way I see Florida State. Like, Florida's got to have a down year. Like, Florida needs to drop to Bama, which I think they will. They need to drop to Georgia, which I think they will. Right. They need to drop to LSU, which is 50-50 to me. Like, that game could go We don't know way. what Ogeron staff is going to – what right. they're going to be doing. It. And so, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. So – I need them to be to have those three losses and then drop like another weird game like a Missouri or Kentucky, like something Ole they Miss shouldn't lose. Did they, did they play Ole Miss this year? No, they don't. So the only other two games that they could realistically lose are like Kentucky or Missouri, which I don't think either one of those happens. But if Florida comes into that game at like seven and four and mm-hmm. we go in at six and five, then I mean, then they're a mid team, and we're a mid team. Like at the end of the day, our schedule is tougher than theirs. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're you know, a we bit can battle test it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so we can all do it. probably yeah. not going to happen. We're probably going to go into that game with five wins, and they're probably going to go into it with nine. And so, that's what's happening. You know, there we go. So they so, play Mizzou before they play us. And we play that's a tough game. match. Yeah, that that's not your FCS school. Yeah, uh, normally not, they get an F, uh, yeah FCS school before they play us. Normally, um, yeah. damn dude, that's so tough. So this is what I think is going to happen. I think Richardson's going to replace Emory about game three. That's I can see that. My honest opinion. I think Richardson is tailor made for what um, Dan Mullen wants to do. The only thing, the only problem that I, the, the way that I see us winning is, I think Dan Mullen takes an NFL job before that that game happens. <laughs> so so here's so here's where I'm at, Sam. So I think he's yeah, out I got, of there. I think I got, he's out of there, and they're in transition. By the time we play them, and we beat Florida, everybody. I so I'm, I don't I'm think thinking, that, I don't think there's any way. I, I got Florida no. 38-21 Gators. So Dude. so for the purpose of this podcast, for the purpose of this podcast, I I, I cannot in good conscience pick Florida State to win this one. But what I will say to all the Florida State fans listening. Going into the 2010 season, when Urban Meyer had just signed the best recruiting class of all time with Ronald Powell, Kyle Elam, right. all these studs, and uh, the 2010 season happened. Going into that, Florida was top five preseason. Right. I'm like, there's no shot in hell we can beat Florida this year. And then we beat them 31 to seven in Doke, and I was lucky enough to be there because Urban had his second heart attack, whatever it was. Hey, I don't hey, know. Relax on my guy. He's a jag. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, well, he, he had Trevor Lawrence looking pretty good today, too. But no, but it's, it's that's how crazy it is. Because if before the 2010 season, if you said, Richie, give me your score for Florida Florida State, I said, I don't know, 45-14, Florida wins. And then we won 31-7. to Things like that do happen. It's not often, but there's a chance. Yeah. Well, and, the, and, and that's reverse, my hope. Yeah, the reverse happened as well, right? When we, when we were terrible and fighting for a bowl and had to reschedule a game to get to a bowl and everything else in 2017, we still beat the heck out of Florida, right? right. Both yeah. teams yeah. were bad. Yeah. They went four and seven that That's year. True. We That's went true. six and six. But Dan Mullen's um, a good coach. So, Not a good recruiter. He's a good but coach. But like the, the very next year in 2018, they, they beat our brains in, right? right? And so, and you wouldn't have predicted that. You just said in 2018, well, at least we're going to beat Florida, right? Like yeah. At least we're not going to lose to those guys. So right. I don't, um, I don't, I don't have us winning that 
but it's really hard to predict a rivalry game yeah. that's 13, 14 weeks away from now. So yeah, if things th- if the two teams, I know this. If the two teams play week one this week, I, I certainly would be picking FSU, and that's how no, we're I picking pick all it. these. That's yeah. how we're picking all these games. Is so and the, yeah, the, these will change. Games I mean, the, these will change yeah. week by week. Yeah, absolutely. I, if I, we come out and beat Notre Dame by thirty, I, I got us beating Wake. You know, now <laughs> we go out and show, show me that we can beat Notre Dame by thirty. Yeah. Hey, we come out yeah. and beat Clemson, I got us beating Florida. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's just not a question. But if those teams, but I'll tell you, if either of these teams played any of these weeks that we're saying week one, this mm-hmm. is how I'd see the game going down. But yeah. got a lot of weeks between now and then. People on YouTube mad that we're. Being negative, you know. So well, no, so, so I, I actually, cast, but I, I, I thought we were gonna have us a, at, <laughs> I thought I was gonna have us at five and seven, but I picked us at six and six, at, if my math is correct here. So I got a six and six. So guys, and, and I just want to say, like Florida State fans, if we go six and six, that's a good season, not by Florida State standards, but you take it. Anything less, yeah, I'm with you. I'm frustrated, but if we get eight nine wins. Man, I, I'm I'm going to oh, flip my car in the driveway that, or something. Get that man. nine out of your head. Uh, dude, I got six get, and six as well. I guess we're not. That's well. what I'm saying. We're not going to. Ha- it's not going to happen. If Norvell <laughs> win, if Norvell win nine games with this team with this schedule, he's the next fucking Nick Saban. I like. <laughs> I will bet the house on that. Like, yo, this dude is winning four national championships in the next ten years. Like, I don't care. Um, but I mean, okay, and I think a lot of the. And I realize it because I see a lot of this in my inbox. People are like, well, Sam, what about this? What about that? And I'm like, dude, we got to give credit to other programs. You know, yeah. you have to give credit to what the uh, the coach of Wake Forest has done there. He's done a good job there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and you go down the schedule, Brian Kelly, he was a – he. this dude has played in like three college football national championships on Final Fours. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he deserves credit for that. He, I mean – there are good teams on the schedule, you know, and I think there are good coaches on the schedule. I don't, I don't think Matt Brown's great, you know, but he can recruit his ass off. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I think that Norville can weather the storm, win five, six games. I think, I think they'll find a way to win six games. I really do think they'll find a way to win six games. And, um, I think that's huge if they do though. I think six is the magic number. It's all about keeping the quarterback. If you keep the quarterback, you keep Hunter, which you're going to keep Hunter. Quarterback Hunter and the offensive line recruit that you're getting. That's a successful season. Hunter ain't going nowhere. To, Hunter's not going anywhere. <laughs> That's a successful season, dude. If you keep <laughs> if you keep that offensive line class intact, Hunter, the quarterback, Duffy, I'm going to say Norvell had a successful season. Now, some people might say they're going to judge every game and look at every game and be like, because there's emotion tied to every game. You know what I'm saying? But – Sometimes you just don't have the better team. And football is not a Disney movie. It's not about who wants it more. Everybody <laughs> wants it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's just it's tough. It's tough. It's, it's really yeah. tough, man. I think you have to have talent. You got to secure talent. And I think the recruiting class he's bringing in is talented. But the last two – hell, the last three recruiting classes, I mean, that's why we were picking six wins. It's not us. You know, it's, it's yeah. I mean, look at the players. I That's mean, why we're so heavy in the transfer portal, right? <laughs> I mean, like, you're, you're not this active in the portal without it. Warchan wrote an article about a walk-on today. That's where we're at. You know oh, what I'm saying? God. That's where we're at now. You know what I'm saying? We're writing feel-good stories about walk-ons. I mean, I don't know what to tell people. Like, but We don't <laughs> talk about rival companies on this podcast. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but I'm just saying. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. When you see certain articles about – think about it. In Jimbo's era, we were talking about – how many guys going to the NFL? Uh, can, can is Jalen Ramsey gonna be the best defensive back to ever play at Florida State? 
you know, now we're talking about, well, this guy's a great story. He's a great walk-on. I mean, <laughs> it's levels to this and it's okay because I think the climb is just as important. You know, watching Norville kind of build it back up, that, that can be significant. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think that if we, you know, I had us getting blown out a few games. And I'm kind of like, Richie, I need to see it to to believe it. Right. Um, but I think if you go out and you lose to some, I mean, we're playing five top 15 teams, right? right. Like that's not, like, I think you've got five games that the red, now you can pull it upset. And I, and I would not be shocked if Florida State beats one of those five teams, right? right. I didn't pick them to win any of those five, but I wouldn't be shocked if Florida State, um, wouldn't be shocked if Florida State wins one of those five games because upsets happen. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they go out there and blow it against Louisville or blow it against NC State. Or, you know, so like upsets happen both ways. And, and I think that, you know, if Florida State goes out and upsets somebody they're not supposed to, a Miami, a North Carolina, a Notre Dame, because I don't really see them beating Florida or Clemson, right. and then wins most of the games they're supposed to, looks more competitive against Florida – Keeps it within striking distance, striking distance against North Carolina. Beats the bad teams that you're supposed to beat the way you're supposed to beat them: Louisville, right. Q's, Jacksonville State, Mass. I think that that's progress, right? And and you know, Brendan said it last week on the panel. But first, you gotta, you know, it's it's what Bobby used to say. First, you gotta lose big, and then you gotta lose close, and then you yeah. gotta win close, and then you can win big, right? right. And we're we lost big last year, right? So losing close is not a right. bad thing. You know, right. the people in the YouTube comments mad that we're being negative and said that <laughs> negativity gets viewers and they've been in here commenting the whole time. Well, then know? why is my Obviously, podcast? Why are you why still my, watching? Why my podcast not at a thousand subscriptions? Right. People yeah. say I'm the most negative person there is. All I'm saying, like, people need to realize this year is not like the 2008. Like, you guys remember when Preston Parker got in trouble for the season, but they started with Western Carolina and Chattanooga. Right. So he got a two game suspension well, for the those ACC, two games. And the then came ACC back. Isn't that anymore? You know well, exactly. You know, exactly. ACC isn't there. I mean, and I told somebody this other day, I go like, you know, and um, me and big game talk about this all the time, but you know, they had a roster that we felt like, well, wasn't really good. You know, yeah. we went to ACC championship game with that roster. You 2005 know? was not a Florida State roster. Right. And they upset Marcus Vick and Virginia Tech to win the ACC title. Exactly. So so this schedule this year, guys, we're going to play a lot of tough. If we were playing a 2008 schedule, I think I'd be predicting eight and four, nine and three. But right. we're playing five top 14 teams in the country to start the season. Right. Again, it's, this all changes. It all changes. But the scores of the games are going to matter more than the record. And that sucks to hear as a fan, because it, it, myself, it pisses me off to just to say it because well, I, I want us to win more games. But if, if our losses are three, seven, eight, 11 points and not 32, 40, 28 points, that's progress. Yeah. Right. I think I mean, we got to wrap up, Sam. I appreciate you for coming up. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that's, that's what it is. I mean, you're, you know, it's not negativity to predict that a three win team from a year ago um, is probably going to lose to teams that are ranked in the top 10, right? That to me, that's just not negativity. Right, right. You know, that's just being pretty real, right? We go six and six. I'm thrilled because you probably lost to five teams that were better than you. And you dropped one more game along the way. You know, yeah. that, that's not bad, you know? So yeah. um, anyway, we, we, we're a little over time. <laughs> we got to wrap. Um, come back. TG's got Listen, a bourbon podcast yeah, to check, do. Check the, um, Check the Listen Up podcast for more uh, for more negativity. <laughs> Sam, thank you so much for. I'm here for you. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out, man. We'll definitely get you back on. 
Um, we'll get you on like an instant reaction podcast to talk your crap after we upset uh, Notre Dame. Um, but we appreciate it for sure. Um, y'all go check out the Listen Up podcast. Also, shout out your handle real quick. Yeah, um, just follow me um, at More Life One um, on Twitter, and you can follow me at, um, at Listen Up. I think it's Listen Up Podcast One. Um, you can follow the page or whatever, man. But, um, hey, man, I really appreciate you guys. Richie, man, I appreciate you. Um, TJ, appreciate you guys. You guys always support, man, uh, sharing the pod and everything, man. It's been it actually it's helped me a lot. So I really appreciate that, man. So uh, I like what you guys are doing here, man. Y'all keep keep rocking. Thanks, bro. We yeah, appreciate we'll, it. We'll talk to you soon for sure. Yo. Thanks, Sam. Sam Moore of the Listen Up podcast. Hey, we're going to jump right into another guest real quick. Um, we're going to do this pretty quick. Because we're a little over time. My bourbon guys are asking me where I'm at. Michael Kirkering, um, host of Let's Talk College Football. Michael, we're a little late. We're getting you on late, and we've got to do this quick. But how are you doing tonight, man? Thanks for hanging out. Good, man. No worries. I had a good time watching all your guys' predictions and stuff and pretty much agree with everything, especially the end there. Like, yeah, with this team, 6-6 six and six is uh, – I'd be thrilled if that happened. Like, absolutely yeah. thrilled – I'm just looking for close losses and beating the teams you're supposed to beat because that's just not been who Florida State's been lately. So I'd love to at least get to that. So, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a it's a progression. It's a it's a process. It's a climb, as Coach Norvell likes to call it. And so, uh, if we can get there, I think six wins is massive because then you've got an outside chance of getting to seven with a bowl um, win. And I think it's about understanding who you are and where you are right now as a program, you know, like, you know, you look at James's first year in Tampa, they won six games. Well, you look at the year before that, they won two, you know, like he tripled the win total. Right. And so if we can go in and more than double the win total by going six and six, and then maybe a seventh win, I mean, that's massive, right. In a, in a, especially in a college football where you get less games. So got to get anyway, that recruiting class together. That's, that's, that's what's, what's important, you know, and then next year you, you do, you know, you, you don't have to, I mean, you still have to play, um, you still have to play some teams that I'll kick Richie out since he just had to leave apparently, <laughs> but um, you have to play some tough teams with LSU and Florida and Clemson every year, Miami, but you don't have to play Notre Dame. You don't play North Carolina again next year. So it does get slightly easier. So, okay. We have something that we're doing today. Hopefully people will be excited about this. Um, we're going to do a ticket giveaway, right? With your podcast, tell the people exactly a ticket giveaway for the Notre Dame game. Um, so FSU Notre Dame plays one week from tonight. We'll all be in Tallahassee for it. Tell people about how they can get access to these tickets, what they need to do. Yeah. So I'm going to give away just two tickets. They'll be together um, for the FSU Notre Dame game, probably around section 37, 36 area, not confirmed yet, but that's, that's where I'm thinking it's going to be. And all you got to do to enter is uh, two two things to give you, to give yourself an entry. You got to follow me on Twitter, which is at Michael underscore K87. So at Michael underscore K87. And then you got to subscribe to my podcast. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify, Google. Um, also uh, here on, U- on YouTube is another way. Just let's talk college football podcast. Uh, the the thumbnail is a picture of me as a baby wearing FSU gear. And for those wondering, it's not an FSU exclusive podcast at all. Um, I'm a college football nerd, uh, specifically like historian nerd. 
So right now it's just the audio show with me, uh, big plans for the future. Like I love talking about old games, old seasons. Uh, Richie, when you talked about 2008, I was thinking about that the whole time too, because uh, I remember that season and I remember thinking like, I'm, a, I'm an eighth grader at this time, by the way. And I remember thinking like, oh, we just had two wins. And then I remember we dropped that Wake Forest game at home Yeah, and everything. So yeah, like old memories. Uh, I love FSU. So always talking FSU, but just the whole grand picture in total. Um, I just dropped two episodes. Uh, one was about realignment, obviously. And then one was about uh, the alliance and then, uh, you know, the playoff expansion and how I think that's going to affect that. So I'd love to hear what people think about that. Go like, comment, my contacts on there with emails and stuff. Send me emails. I want to hear what people are thinking about. It's called Let's Talk College Football so we can all talk college football. So, yeah, just <laughs> dope. And we'll share the links to not only your podcast, we'll tag you in a post after this, share a little video so that people can enter to win. Again, all you got to do is enter to win is follow Michael on Twitter. We'll, of course, tag the handle in the little video that I'll make for this. Um, we'll also include a link. I'll, I'll include the link to the Apple. If you're on something that's not Apple, you got to go find it. But send him a screenshot of that. Yeah, Follow yeah, on Twitter. Send the screenshot. Sorry, um, that's how I'll send a, be able to keep you all together. <laughs> send a screenshot of that to him. Reply to our tweet with it. And um, you get entered to win. If you win, you know, we'll he'll get you the tickets. Come by the tailgate. Everybody, yeah, you're, that's you know, what I was going to say. It would have to be probably at the tailgate. I'll give them in person. So, um, so come cool. to the tailgate and you'll get the tickets. So all you got to do is follow this guy on Twitter. Subscribe to a podcast. Check it out if you want to. Listen, check. I mean, his content's good. I've listened to several of the episodes. Uh, we had you on the Big 3 Roll-Up a couple of years ago. We gave away tickets to a game there too. Um, my guy Cole texts you. Uh, Dustin won that. So, um, But anyway. Chance to get free, really good seats, tickets to the Notre Dame yeah. game um, a week from tonight, man. I'm excited to be back in Doak. Yeah, um, super excited. So, cool. We'll tag you that tomorrow, bro. We are so behind time, and I'm late to another pod, so <laughs> let me let you run. But we'll All get man. you on to talk more um, about your pod, about you know Florida State and everything as the season goes on. But uh, excited about the giveaway. Thanks for doing that on our show, and I think our, our fans are going to like that. Hopefully somebody will get a hookup to some good uh, – Good college football this weekend, man. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. You have a good night. Love it. Thanks, Thanks Michael. Michael. Yep. Appreciate it, man. Michael Kirkering of the Let's Talk College Football podcast. So we're bringing everybody on the different podcasts on tonight. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but the giveaway is cool, man. Like, go get some free tickets to the game if you weren't <laughs> yeah, sure. Good if tickets. Gonna, good yeah, seats. good seats, man. Good tickets for free. Like, that's dope, man. These tickets are going for well over $100. Hey, tickets are almost sold out, but you can go to Seminoles.com. Yes. Um, click on the you know Seminole tickets, and uh, and you can buy them. You can also call FSU's ticket office to still get your tickets. There's a few left. There's not a ton, but uh, go check those out for sure. Um, also, you can take tours of Doak and different things like that. Go to the SeminoleExperience.com and check them out. Um, they've got some really cool stuff, some neat stuff. If you're going up to Tallahassee for any games uh, either this week or over the next several months. Um, all right. I think let's talk about the Alliance next week. Uh, Jameis Winston starter in new Orleans. I don't think anybody's really shocked by that, that he beat out a tight end, but what an impressive performance the other night going 10 of 11, a perfect QBR, um, two touchdowns, some really nice throws. Um, Jameis Winston starter for the, uh, saints week one, that week one matchup, um, with the saints and, uh, Packers is going to be yeah. pretty, pretty lit man like that's gonna be a fun one for sure um 
So good news for him. I'm just yeah. going to start. I think I'm going to have that. to buy my wife a uh, Jameis jersey. You know, she, she's been rocking the same Drew, Drew Beach jersey for the past however many years. Uh, it's time to make the transition. So I think I'm going to buy her a Jameis jersey for this year. So I'm not a jersey guy, but I definitely have the T-shirt, um, like the Winston T-shirt with the two on the yeah. back of it. I, I can't do jerseys. I'm, I just, I just can't be that guy anymore. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely with it. I think, uh, I think the Bucks. I so I mean, we'll talk NFL another week, but I, mean, I think the Bucks are have an easy schedule. All their talent back from last year. I, mean, I think they're going to win the division. It's just can they get hot? But this, this is, uh, you know. After Brady leaves, everyone else leaves, and, and the Bucs are going to be kind of trying yeah. to rebuild. This is a move that could set the Saints up. I don't know that they're going to compete for the division. I think they could get a wild card. Um, but I, I think I, that this I is am, a move that could set up the Saints for years to come. I, I am fully prepared for this to be the last year as a Bucks fan for me to be really like all in, like, okay, we could do this thing. I think next year the whole band breaks up. I, I think it's just a mass attrition. Think the Miami Marlins uh, after they won the title in 96 or, or 97, excuse me, 2003 when they won those World Series and then just sold everybody off. I think that's what's going to happen with Tampa Bay. But I'm okay with that because we got one Lombardi to add to the 2001 Lombardi. And if we can get one more, that's great. If not, no big deal. So th this is really a stress-free NFL season for me. Bro, all NFL seasons are stress-free to me, but I see what you're saying. Um, okay, last thing, and then we'll get out of here. We are um, going to try and raise a little bit of money for charity at Richie's expense. We've talked about this <laughs> on the podcast and alluded to it several times. We have we have coordinated two competitions. I don't know if we're going to have a third one or not. We're working on that right now. We've coordinated two competitions that Richie's going to partake in um, on Saturday while we're in Tallahassee, one is a closest to the hole against John Pock. The other is, is he's going to try and return a stir from Vic Allen. One of our interns actually, uh, shout out Vic, shout out Tyler. Um, our two interns from FSU sport management. He's going to try and return a serve from her on Saturday as well. We're thinking he goes over two, but what we want people to do is we want, we want to, we want to try and we're doing this. It's going to be fun. We want to try and raise money for charity. And I'm trying to see if we can just donate the money to the boosters. If we just need to give it to a local food bank, that's fine. If we give it to James Coleman because he's buying backpacks for like, whatever. I don't, I just want to go to a good cause. And so we're trying to figure that out right now, but we'll put out a graphic and info and different things like that of how you can contribute. What I'd like for people to do is pledge a certain amount for, for each competition that Richie does. Right. So if you say, Hey, I'll give $5 for every competition he does. He's going to lose. There's 10 bucks. You give 10 bucks to charity. Great. If Richie happens to win one of the competitions, I want people to double their, their pledge. So they probably won't, right? Like he, it's he highly unlikely. Have, yeah. Highly unlikely. But if he, if he gets closer to the hole than John, than John Pock, like give 10 bucks for that one. Right. And, and nothing massive, but we're doing this. It's going to be fun. I think it'd be cool. To, look, Hunter's already ready to send money, bro. You can Venmo me, <laughs> Hunter, and then you can also, um, you know, Venmo the actual cost too. But no, I think it'd be really cool. Raise some money for charity. Laugh at Richie and his expense. We'll record video of all of it. We'll take pictures of all of it. And we'll we'll put that out there so that everyone else can laugh at Richie, not just the people that are there in person. So again, going to try and raise money this week for it. Again, you can pledge whatever you want, but if people want to do five bucks for every competition that he does, you're looking at 10 bucks, 15 if we can get a third one. Uh, if you want to do a dollar for every competition he does, then you know whatever you want to do is great. We'll put out a, um, 
I'll have to commission Brian to put together a graphic for us. Thanks, Brian. But we'll put that out tomorrow, put out all the details for it, and uh, hopefully we can raise some money for a good cause and laugh at Richie. So thanks, John Pot. Thanks for Vic Allen. And uh, whoever that third competition is going to be, thank you for that as well. Um, all right, that's all I got tonight. I, I don't know if you have anything else. I know we ran over a little time. Yeah, I know, I know you're running chats. really late, and um, I'm, I'm quite frankly ready for bed, so this worked out really well. Well, we're a little past your bedtime, so. Yeah. <laughs> on a work um, night, on a work night. Granted, it's a four-day work week. I'm really excited about that. Um, do you have a song for us tonight? Uh, all I do is win. Vic Allen, John Pock, I'll see you next weekend. <laughs> until uh we will not do a show on sunday we'll put a show out on monday night because of the game if we win maybe a reaction show well, we're also going to have a preview show most likely oh yeah preview show coming thursday uh, yes. thursday evening previewing the notre dame game specifically um reaction show if we win or if we uh, we'll see maybe we'll do a reaction show either way we'll we'll see on that one we'll be but, in tallahassee why not um right. <laughs> i mean that'll be way past your bedtime at that point but We'll uh, talk then, but we'll definitely have a show on Monday. So until then, until we guys talk, until we talk to you guys again, go Knowles. DJ Won't stop now. Woo! Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't making it. My folks locked down. Woo! I never went nowhere. Know what they say in loot is back. Yeah. Blame it on that conjure. The hood call it looty yak. Yeah. And I'm on this foolish track, so I spit my foolish flow. Woo! My hands go up and down, down. like strippers' booties go. Woo! My verses still be serving, tight like a million virgins. Last time on a college remix, now I'm on the original version. Yeah. Can't never count me out. Y'all better count me in. Got 20 bank accounts. Accountants count me in. Make millions every year, the South champion. Yeah. Cause all I do, all I, all I, all I, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. Serving me's a no-no Clean as a whistle as I pull out in my Rose Race Yellow bone passenger They see it, they say, oh boy Tell Kelly, back it up, my niggas call me loco Down for armed traffic, you know, make me pull that fofo Ask you what you laughing at, represent that mud life Dirty money, bitch, you better get your mud right We come together holding hands and holler good life We all strapping all black, it's like foot life All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. Kitchen, pot on the stove, 
water getting boiled. Dope being sold, Snoopy in the hooky, system overload. I've been running this rap game since I was 20 years old. I hung with the worst of them, bust till I burst them up. Floss them up, toss them up, harder one, cross them up. Pardon me, I'm bossing up, pressure up, bless your bro, don't mess with us. We like the U in the 80s. Back to back, set a track, hit the lick, get it back. Get the trick, jump the track, bitch, I want my money back. Time and time again, while I'm sipping on this gin. Al Davis said it best, just win, baby, win. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there.